The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Edge Boost. Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to get started today. We're also brought to you by Bird Dogs Shorts. The world's greatest shorts are hooking you up with a free Yeti-style tumbler when you order over at birddogs.com slash pool. That's birddogs.com slash pool. Drivers, start your... Strap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb. If you could not already tell by the festive attire, happy 200th episode to the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. <laughs> He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Villa Gomez, and we are celebrating 200 episodes of this show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Cody, buddy, I mean, we celebrated 100, a little more subdued than this, but we are busting it all out for 200 episodes, man. Uh, happy 200 Cody. I, I'm so glad we were able to make this ride together. This is, uh, just the fact that, that we've made it to 200, by the way, if you're going to tune in live here, sorry for being late. Uh, the bookies, they, they got a little mad. We kind of crushed them last week. <laughs> they tried to stop us. They would not allow me into the studio for some reason. Um, but we made it here. Here we are live to celebrate number 200. Man, I can't. It's just, it's crazy. I mean, getting to 100 was like, whoa, we've like made it a long ways. And now 200, like, it just seems like such a big number. Like, I, I know we've obviously been here and, and done all of these, but it's like, man, that's, that's a lot of, that's a lot of hours we spent together, Rod. <laughs> well, and the thing is, I know that I've missed a few here and there along the way. I think you maybe have missed one. So, I mean, by and large, this definitely has been us for, couple hundred episodes yeah, we've done uh we've done f1 pie we're 25 into that f1 show which is crazy i thought that was insane when i saw that number this week um we, we did some fantasy football ones together back when you were hosting that one a little more yeah so we've uh shoot we've been on quite a few times together now yeah we have but i tell you what like i said i could not have picked a better co person to sit on this i don't even like to say co-host i could not have picked a better partner to ride with in this second seat or in the first seat even just Overall, man, it's it's just been a blast. And for those of you who don't, I mean, I, most of you guys that listen to podcasts, you know what a big number 200 is because most podcasts don't get that far. Most podcasts burn out after. And, and you know, especially given the fact that this is every day now, whereas once a week, 200 episodes, that's 200 weeks. That's, that's a hell of a long time. <laughs> but with 200 episodes every day, it goes by kind of quickly, but still, the commitment level to put out 200 episodes, Cody and I are here to tell you, it's something big. Yeah, and that's the thing, too, is like once a week was already like enough of a, I mean, not 
not difficult, but it's, you know, we got to find that time to record. Got to squeeze, got to prepare. You got to squeeze everything in. Then we go five times a week. Like every day we are committed to getting on here and recording something, whether we feel like it or not. And there's, which it's crazy because there's times where we'll get on and we'll both be like, bro, it's been a day. Like we're both kind of down and it's like, we got to power through this. And then like, as soon as it clicks on, it's just like, flip. it's like you flip that switch and like, we just get so excited. And then afterwards I'm like, it's like going to therapy. Like I feel better. I'm like, dude, we just spent an hour talking about NASCAR, about these bets, about whatever. Like it's great every time and it makes you feel better. And then it's like, all right, here we go. Well, and honestly, the, the thing about it is that when we come on here to talk about NASCAR, especially with you guys, and, and at the end of the day, guys, this is exactly why we do this, and we've always enjoyed coming on. I know we've gushed over you guys before, but the, the times that we get to spend talking with you, especially in the Discord or on Twitter or whatever, like, again, it makes this show and it makes this medium as a whole, this podcast medium as a whole, so much more enjoyable. I've been on broadcast radio before. I've been on commercial radio. I've I've called it the seven seconds of brilliance where you get on and you just, you know, you say, hey, did you know that Rihanna and Jay-Z are not Rihanna and Jay-Z, but Beyonce and Jay-Z, did you know that? And then you introduce a song. And it's not, it's not anything at all as gratifying as being able to put on the show for you guys and talk racing on a daily basis. Yeah, that's I. I have no experience in that side of things, so I can't. I can't really comment too much on. Consider that, yourself lucky. It's uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's uh, but no, like I said, it's fun. I man, I again, I I tweeted this out the other day, but I think I've written over 120 articles now for the website, 200 episodes on this, the F1 podcast at 25 episodes, done some fantasy football stuff. All, I've been on other shows as guests, like all this stuff. When two years ago, I'd never even. I uh, actually, I think two years ago, going into the football season, you actually invited me onto the fantasy football podcast to do a draft that we were in. And I was like, dude, you don't want me to be out. Like, I, <laughs> like and now, uh, yeah. now you can't get rid of me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and I, like I said, I wouldn't want it any other way. And I was trying to explain it to somebody the other day too. Uh, they were asking me about the fact that we've never actually met in, in real life. Um, you know, in, in person to person and i told him i was like you know we've never actually met <laughs> no and and i told them i said when when we first got on i said all i did was notice cody um because he was the guy that everybody was talking to in in our slack channel so like i was like well this guy knows it so i've got to grab him he's already got instant clout so nothing's changed since then by the way cody's got the clout i, I just have the the you know the pipes i suppose <laughs> well i appreciate that yeah i guess uh my big mouth finally got me somewhere, Mom. You should be proud of me. But uh, yeah, I was at, yeah, my, my wife's grandparents were, they're super interested in this whole, like, how it all works. And it's like, they ask a lot of questions and, and they're like, so he lives in California? How does that work? Like, how, how do you guys do on the show at the same time? Like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, we never even met, but hey, we're, you know, <laughs> 200 episodes into this thing now. It's the internet. <laughs> It's amazing how that works. Isn't it, it is amazing how that works. Uh, all right. Bah, time has already flown. It's time to tell you guys right now about Edge Boost. This episode is supported by Edge Boost. Edge Boost is the world's first bet now. Pay later Visa card. Edge is currently offering up to $2,500 in betting advances, which can be an extremely valuable tool. Imagine what you can do with an increased bankroll. Get down on some of your favorite futures without tying up your bankroll for months. We gave you plenty of futures to use in the last couple episodes. So please make sure to go listen to that because uh, you definitely don't want to miss out 
on those. Go double down on your favorite bet that you like or use it to create an awesome middle or even hedge. Edge Boost is not some sleazy loan shark. No, no, no. They charge 0% interest. Do you know of a way you can access more money to place on your favorite bets without paying any interest? You do now. Edge Boost can also be part of a responsible gambling plan as you can set up daily, weekly, and monthly limits across all of your betting accounts in just one place. So go support the SGPN and grow your bankroll by going to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to sign up. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge. Must be 21 years or older to use. Problem gambling call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, Cody. Well, we said that we were going to open the floor up to questions to uh, celebrate our 200th episode. I feel like this is a great opportunity to uh, get that question out of the way. Yes, we've got uh, so far just just the one question. Guys are slacking, killing us, but that's okay. Uh, Chris Wassel over on uh, Twitter at Chris Wassel DFS. Hopefully, I said your last name right. Sorry if I didn't. Uh, but he said this one is easy. What have you all learned in the first 199 episodes? Cody, I think you've thought about this. What have you learned in the first 199 episodes? Uh, a lot, because as we were just talking about before we jumped on, uh, as I was having these computer problems, not much of a computer guy. I don't do much on a computer like mobile devices, tablets, iPads, iPhone, whatever. I could give you all the works there. It comes to the computer, not so much. Luckily, I had a computer or we might not even be here. Uh, for my iRacing stuff. So it's worked out nicely to transition into my podcasting computer. But like we were saying before the show, uh, I didn't even have a camera. Like it's, I use a TV monitor as my screen here. There's no camera on it. So the first, I think, three or three, five episodes maybe we did, we, we couldn't even see each other. We were just chatting through the... Actually, I think I could see you because you were on your video. Um, and, and yeah, and now, I mean, again, we've... Uh, gone back and listened like i've gone back and listened and it was so i was so bad like obviously i'd never done anything like this so i think i just feel so much more comfortable behind the microphone now like obviously you know over you know 200 episodes doing this we've done all the other shows as well and, and been a guest on many great shows of all of our friends and stuff um and so i think yes just getting comfortable and and learning kind of the intricacies of of how to be a podcaster slash broadcaster um and yeah it's it's crazy though. Again, I mean, not to keep repeating the same thing, but from coming from that to where now, almost all of our episodes are on YouTube, and yeah, the amount of downloads and people that listen, and the fact that we're at 200 shows, like, again, it's it's just it's been a crazy ride through these first 199 episodes. So, as many of you guys know, I have been podcasting since 2006 before the world and oh, gee. even knew Jeez, what a 2006. podcast was. I was 14 then, Rod. <laughs> oh, man. 14 <laughs> in 2006. Yes. Yeah, so, I was, when you were worrying about your, uh, your English class, I was worrying uh, about uh, trying to upload podcasts into the, uh, into the ether. Um, hold on. Quick shout out to the JDK. What's ah, up, yes. JDK? Good What's to see up, you, buddy. Man? Thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. Yes, sir. Um, so yeah, so in 2006, I started out on that adventure when you know podcasting was was such a far cry from anything anybody knew. Um, yeah, that's and an OG podcast. I actually, I think was it the JDK was saying in the in the uh, Discord a few weeks ago that 
he had a podcast on like MMA or something. Yes, and, like, yes. I around the same time frame where it was a very, very long time ago. I'm telling you, I want to hear it. Uh, but yeah, again, it was it was just a place where you got on, and most of the podcasters on there were just talking about whatever, right? So for me, it was just I was ranting. I had it was my Rod rants page. I couple of couple of uh, topics that I would rant about, and then and then call it a day. But to hear that versus what we've got going on now, it's just such a weird, it's a weird journey, you know? And I almost put it away for a while and I uh, just thought, ah, there's no, there's no path. Podcasting is not offering me a path. And so I put it down for a while. I picked it back up again with the CFL podcast, you know, the Wood Cookie Sawcast. And, and from there, it just, I didn't stop. You know, I, I, I knew that this was something I wanted to do and I knew that I could do it. And so I, I, I really just charged after it, and once the SGPN came in, uh, I was very lucky to be able to, to land and latch here. What I've learned is that this is not an easy business to get into, first and foremost, and second of all, it's not a very easy business to continue to prosper in, in any way, shape, or form. And what I've also learned is that your, your definition of success needs to be clearly defined before you even set foot in this arena, because if you view success in any metric that's out there, you're going to be disappointed. 1,000% disappointed because the way that the people make it seem like it is, right? It's like those, those memes where it's like what people, really, what people think this is like, what you think it's going to be like, what it's really like, right? That, that's what podcasting is all about. What people think it's like is this Howard Stern version of millions of listeners and you know all of this, this glamorous glitz and glamour. And what I think it's like, it's like, you know, checking out ESPN and seeing these guys on this. But what it's really like is us sitting in celebration hats on a screen with both of us on there uh, plowing out a 200th episode. But yeah. thankfully for me, I, that's what I want. That's the kind of, that's my success is being able to do this and to continue to do it. So that, that's what I've learned, Chris, is that success is, uh, is a flexible strip, but you have to know what yours is. And of course, the world of gambling. Like I, I didn't know a whole lot about gambling until I stepped into this world, the SGPN, and through this show, through all the stuff that I've done, now I can speak fluent gambler. Like before, I was like, wait, so if it's at minus one sixty-five, does that mean? And I, how much do I have to bet to? Now it, it's just second nature. Like that, this is what the world I live in, and it's right. such a fun world. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I just was hoping to get to episode two. I uh, wasn't sure I was going to make it that far. So, so being at 200 here, boy, that's uh, talk about success, man. Yeah. Well, and again, for 200, uh, you just look at some of the other podcasts that are out there. And this network, I will say this, and, and I, I'm a company man. You guys know that. I'll steal a line from Matthew Barry, but I, I do love the SGPN for what they let us do and how they let us. But all you have to do is just look at the longevity of shows on this network. And it tells you already that this network is committed to having quality shows and for supporting those shows because they're already on like 1600 episodes on the mothership. You know, there's like what 400. I don't, I don't know what the NBA one is on, but you know, all of these shows are breaching two, three, 400 episodes. And, and that just goes to show the commitment of the SGPN to, to letting us succeed. And so if you guys are not already supporting some of these other shows on the SGPN, let us take the episode 200 to, to, to steer you towards some of those shows because there's some good stuff out there. Yeah, well, and just the fact that, that not only, I mean, 
uh, like you said, like the opportunity they've given just in general, and then to highlight these smaller sports, right? Nobody, we're not going to, we're not fooled. We're not saying that NASCAR is one of the biggest sports out there. Like we get it. It's not the NBA. It's not the MLB. It's not the NFL. Like we know that, but for the fact that they've allowed us to have not only just the platform to talk NASCAR, but expanded as the show called for, we started out with one show a week last year, and then it quickly grew into two shows a week. And then in the off season, it was like, look, we think there's enough uh, stuff to go five. And they're like, you really want to go five? And we're like, we think we can do it. And they're like, well, you don't have to, but if it works and it's the downloads are there and you want to keep doing it, like, and it has, like, it's, it's filled out nicely to have five. Sometimes we still don't have enough time to talk about everything that's going on and cover everything. It's crazy. And so just the opportunity that they've given us, despite the fact that this is a, a quote unquote smaller sport, right? It's not one of the majors, but uh, I mean, where else are you going that you're getting five shows a week uh, as far as uh, one, you know, podcast that's dedicated to the, to NASCAR coverage like that. Uh, and so I think that that's been great uh, and an awesome opportunity they've given us and they've supported us. And like you said, it's not like they didn't just like toss us over there and say, okay, good luck. You know, like they've done things to help us and support us and, and steer us in ways to help grow and what we can improve on and, and you know, bring it up, let, allowing us to come on before the Daytona 500 on the, the big show, right? The mothership show, the sports gambling podcast and, and talk about racing those guys, Sean and Ryan, I love them. Like they're not huge racing fans. The Kramer's into F1 quite a bit, right? But I, they don't know the first thing about NASCAR really. And so for them to allow us to come on and talk about it and get some long shot bets in and, and have a fun time and get our name out there to their massive crowd that they have, right? Um, it's been great. And then, then allowing racing articles to support it, NASCAR articles, and I've got IndyCar and F1 articles out this week as well. Um, and just to allow us to continue to, to grow the racing space, the, the racing gambling space is still a very small space, but there's so much potential and so much out there. So I just want to say thank you to them for giving us that opportunity and supporting it and putting all the backing there and not just throwing us out to the wolves and, and being like, well, well, see, NASCAR doesn't work. Nobody watches, you know, like they've been patient and they've given us that, that help and guidance to get us to where we are. Indeed. And one of the reasons they're able to do that is because of our awesome sponsors like bird dogs shorts. I cannot wait to get my hands on mine. I need any reason to make my legs look more uh, fit and more trim because Believe you me, I don't run nearly as much as I used to. Uh, but bird dogs are the shorts that you want. They are stretch khaki shorts designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and legs, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird dogs do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but they fit way better. They fit better than regular shorts that are made of stiff, restricting cotton. Bird dogs have fixed all of that issues, those uncomfortable issues, by giving you a cloud knit fabric that make it look just like khakis, but they stretch to give you a way slimmer fit with having to sacrifice on movement more importantly it is the summertime which means you are about to sweat your ass off literally well now bird dogs are going to use anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keep you cool and dry all day long do not miss out on this opportunity go to birddogs.com slash pool enter promo code pool for a free yeti style tumbler as if you needed any more reason to get bird dogs here is it with your order the bird dogs that's birddogs.com slash pool for a free yeti style tumbler you won't want to take your bird dogs off we promise you those hairy grandma loving legs 
<laughs> Take care of those with your bird dog shorts. <laughs> shout out Ty Tiger yes, for being uh, in here. Shout out Ty Tiger. Thanks for joining us. By the way, you better get some bird dogs. I know you're about to move to Nebraska. It was like 97 here today. And so uh, some bird dogs would have come in, in handy because, uh, yeah, hot as fuck here. <laughs> you know who else uses bird dog shorts? That guy. <laughs> that guy uses bird dog shorts. Ty Tiger's been he waiting needs, for one uh, of those live. He, he's been waiting for one of those lives. He is the biggest fan of the bleep I think we ever have out there. I, I think so. And uh, by the way, Ty Tiger said, hey, oh, congrats, you guys. I absolutely love this bleep and or love the bleep and hats. Thank you. If you're not, if, you know, if you're listening on the podcast later, go check it out on the YouTube. We got some some birthday hats uh, to celebrate. Rod has got his. Uh, well, I don't know what the fuck you call those things. Little you blow into it and it goes out and does all that fun stuff. I'm but, a little uh, bit I'm a little bit pissed off though because I thought this make, was going to be the it, one that makes the noise and it doesn't. Right, it goes stupid woo! dollar store right, thing. Come on, oh, whatever. I, I don't even care. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Also, he said uh, those two are the reason why I found you guys when I was talking about. Sean and Ryan on the show. I believe Ty Tiger was listening to that. Uh, I believe, and he could correct me if he's wrong, but he wasn't even a racing fan at the time. He just loved the sound of our voices so much <laughs> that he had to check us out, and now he's a full racing DJ. Uh, so I absolutely love that. That's one of them. Uh, you know yeah, what I? You know what I didn't do, Cody? I did not grab a, a drink. That's that's what I failed to do. I forgot to grab a drink to celebrate yeah, 200. Yeah, we didn't cheers. Yeah. I should have got. I I brought a body armor because in honor of Ryan Blaney. I've got my gigantic water bottle. That's all I. Got. I have an entire beer fridge out there full of beer samples because I get a lot of those for Jeez, my day job. That's Christ. Oh, and well. uh, I should probably have grabbed one. That's okay. We'll uh, we'll celebrate on tomorrow's IndyCar podcast because uh, episode two of the IndyCar Gambling Podcast coming tomorrow. So make sure you guys uh, tune in and check that out. Yeah, we are. We're gonna we're gonna teach me IndyCar by hook or by crook. I'm going to learn the damn sport, whether or not I like it. In fact, <laughs> I'm watching old episodes now of uh, of some CW shows, and they keep showing the 100 Days to Indy. Oh, 100 thing. Days. Uh, yeah. I haven't... Did you watch it? I, I, well, I've watched... I think I'm, I am got two episodes left. I, I had it on DVR. I, I Yeah, I've been not bad and not watched the whole thing live like I probably should have, Man. but uh, I've been catching up on it. It is a great show. So if you can find it, I'm sure they've got it out there on something, hopefully. Uh, all right, um, so we want some questions, guys. Those of you out there that are that are watching, that are listening, please give us a couple of questions because we're here for you. This is the live show. Those of you guys listening on the OG podcast uh, form, uh, we hope you just enjoy kind of this loose this loose episode, right? I mean, this is kind of a one that we're going to do just to kind of make you laugh a little bit and kind of loosen it up because there's no obviously no racing. If you really want the meat, the the meat, the bones of of futures talk, you can go back and listen to that one. But kind of letting our hair down. On, well, never mind. Neither one of us have the hair to let down, but we've also got our party hats on uh, to do that. So if you're watching live on YouTube or on Twitter or wherever you're finding it, feel free to answer any questions. I, I've got a question for you, though, Cody. Ooh. Oh, Rod's bringing the questions. I'm not prepared for this. What was, what's been your favorite memory of the last 199 episodes here? I, I want to know. I, I want you to think about that for a second. What has been... The most favorite thing about your your 199 episodes? You look like you already have an answer. Damn, that quick. Man, uh, no, I don't. Oh. I'm glad I I'm glad I gave that confidence. Uh, boy, there's uh, it's like one of those things where there's too many to pick from, right? Like we've had some really good weeks where we've uh, we've swept the entire weekend picking all the outrights. We've hit some big winners. I mean, just last week, Martin Truex Jr. 35 to one, right? The sweat of Corey LaJoy at like 250 to one that we almost hit at Atlanta last year. 
uh, Ross Chastain, 40 to one at Coda. Those come into mind as far as like the, uh, you know, the big hits at least on the show, but we've had so much fun. Like, like I was saying earlier, uh, for anybody that's joined us since then, like, it's almost like a therapy session. Like, even if you're having a rough day or, I mean, we still both have day jobs that, that we work at and, and do things. And it's like, sometimes we get on here and it's like, it, and we just, it cheers us up so much. And so I don't know if I could pick out like one specific moment necessarily. Um, the moment we finally meet, I think in person, that's going to be probably the top moment for sure. Uh, cause again, we've not met yet, which is again, just a crazy thing. 200 episodes into this, but, uh, we hang out a lot, so I really feel like uh, we have a deep personal relationship at this point. I'll tell you what, the first time that we ever get together, we're going to have to obviously do a live show. That's that's oh, that's yeah. not even a question, that's... right? So what we'll have to do is we'll have to build it up pretty big. We'll have to invite folks to, to come out and, and be live studio audience members. So like the grandmas that are out there, they are going to get a chance to finally see us live and in person. Going to have a whole gilf section waiting it's, for it's us. It's going to be it's going to be grandma's wall to wall, and it'll just be that's fine. That's fine as long as they want to you know give me Worthers and a couple of extra bucks to bet with. I'll I'll be happy. Like let's go. Uh, I'm all right, grandma. You got the you got the bucket of quarters. We could go make some bets. I'm all right with that. Uh, there you go. Yeah, but yeah, that's, that's definitely uh, gonna have to happen. Man, that that is gonna be the the moment when it finally happens. <laughs> Ty Tiger said he'll be there. <laughs> he'll be there. Which means I think that uh, I think that we're doing this in Nebraska because uh, again, he's he's gonna be living right down the road from me here shortly. So uh, <laughs> I'll take it. I don't care. Um, uh, he also uh, Ty Tiger did say yes. True race and DGen now uh, because of the grandma loving voices. Appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, Sean and Ryan had mentioned us, and he believed the hockey guys also mentioned that we were killing it. Shout out to those guys over there. The hockey gambling podcast. Hockey's hockey over a now. Sport that uh, it did. It did just end. Vegas Knights took it all home. I do know that much about it. I can't say I know much more about it, but uh, but I have listened to those guys, and just all, that's a great thing too. Is like you don't have to necessarily know a lot about some of these sports. Like just go turn on any of these shows and be like, okay, put. They said to put these bets down, and you do it, and you win money, and it's like, damn, there we go, you know? Yeah, you think you're a genius. You're like, all right, I got this. Like, I know everything about <laughs> hockey. Let's go. Look at me cashing all these uh, hockey bets. I don't even watch hockey. <laughs> uh, my Colorado Avalanche were, uh, were ousted, and so I'm a little bit... Uh little bit pissed off so i'll take that my brother though congratulations to my brother he he's a big golden knights fan he ended up uh having watching his team hoist the the stanley cup so, so I, i'm curious how to, not to get off on too much of a hockey tangent here but so the knights have been in the league like what four or five years like it's not been that long mm -hmm. so how do you become a big golden knights fan like was he not an nhl fan before was he an NHL fan, but didn't have a team? No, he was. So he was a uh, he was a, a Blackhawks fan for the longest time, uh, okay. but he's loved Vegas. We we used to visit Vegas all the time. Uh, like we used to go to Vegas to visit my grandparents at least twice a year for a long time. So he's loved Vegas, and so you know it's just a matter of he loved it, and 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 then when Vegas got a team, he was all over it. So uh, yeah, that's how he became a big a big Golden Knights fan because he just he loved the team. James in the house. Congrats on 200 nice. episodes. Appreciate you guys. Now we appreciate you, James. You yeah, shout out to you, James. Again, we read your review a couple weeks or it wasn't that long ago. Maybe it was last week, but uh, took the time you took to write that whole entire thing out was amazing. Shout out to you. Shout out to your father as well. I know you mentioned that he listens. That's pretty cool. The the father son listeners or watchers, I guess slash here on the YouTube. So that's great. We appreciate you in takes time to comment on all a bunch of our videos too and like stuff like that actually helps out on the algorithm helps it pop up on other people's stuff helps other people to discover the show and stuff so 
we appreciate that. Try to always make sure we respond to your comments and stuff like that. So uh, you're much appreciated. We we thank you very much for that. Yeah, and you know us. We don't fish around very much for for the compliments because I don't know how. I'm awkward as hell, and I'll just I'll fumble. <laughs> That's my favorite it. part when you try to fish around for a YouTube comments <laughs> or whatever you're trying to do on that YouTube. Honestly, I just I don't know what to do because I don't know. I'm like I I don't. Please? I think that's how we got to grandma's love us. That's and, how we got uh, to grandma's love thank us. Thank you for loving us. <laughs> Ty Tiger's been an half season ticket over 15 years, buddy. Yes, the Stanley Cup has passed a couple of times in that span. I was a fan as soon as they moved from Quebec. Uh, I, I picked them up pretty much when they moved to Colorado and, and started to enjoy them. So uh, definitely, got, now see, look, we're another Az fan. Love that, too. Um, there you go. But back on the <laughs> hey, YouTube Hey, I'm an Avalanche fan, too. I just because I, <laughs> like, I, I didn't know, know they I, were in Quebec before. But I picked cool. one. Yeah, they no, were. I know. They you were learn the, something new every day. Quebec Nordiques. Uh, <laughs> I didn't did not have an NHL team going into this, so uh, I've come out with one now. <laughs> so, and I'll go back to the YouTube thing real quick, though, and that, yeah, you guys realize, too, that the, anything you do to, to actually interact with the videos, that's, that's what the algorithms love. That's what they love to see. And, I mean, I don't write the rules, but that's just kind of how it is. So if you comment, if you like, if you subscribe, if you, you know, set the alarm for when we go live, that type of stuff is what YouTube looks at. Honestly, I know you do it. I love that you do it. I'm not going to beg anybody else to do it. So, I don't know. That's what Cody's here for. Cody, beg. Yes. That's, uh, yeah. <laughs> just give us give us lots of praise. Write reviews. Steal your wife's phone. Write a review on that. Create an account for your kids. Write a review on that. Give us all the love. No, just kidding. But no, it does all help, and we appreciate it. Helps other people find the show, and uh, and again, that's what keeps us going and gets us to five shows a week and and uh, all that fun stuff. And gets me tickets to an Avalanche game. Let's go, Ty Tiger. He told me he'll hook me up with his season tickets because he's keeping them. Ooh, there you go. Hey, I I've got family in Colorado. I'm good. Uh, that's uh oh man now see i make if i make a road trip to colorado for an abs game i gotta drive right past grand island pick uh, tiger up he's got the tickets there we go we're going to dude we're all i love good. hockey in person like oh hockey again, person, as, yeah. as a guy that's not doesn't know much about hockey but we have a local team here the lincoln stars they're you know semi-pro or whatever it's great it's every time you go it's amazing it's wonderful yeah we had we had a couple of hockey teams too so uh, I, I, I miss them immensely and now they're gone. Uh, and James, yes, absolutely. Uh, it's my honor. It's my pleasure to, to serve. Uh, <clears throat> I'm looking forward to the day when I can retire, but you know, so far it's, it's great to serve. Uh, that's, so, uh, that DD two fourteen. that's the best feeling you'll ever have. Bro. I know. Well, I already have one. So well, I know you have one. I, I'm waiting to get another one. Yeah. The one that says retired on it. That's the one I'm waiting for. Troy, Troy was, uh, must've been hitting the, the first period overs in the hockey. I don't know how we've got into all this hockey talk, but it's been fun anyways. Thanks, Troy, for for your support. We appreciate it. He goes to Sioux Falls Stampede Games. Maybe they're in the same thing as the Stars. I I couldn't tell you any of the other teams, so <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Again, uh, not a big hockey guy here, but I uh, love the Lincoln Stars, so shout out to them. <laughs> so I, my favorite memory, to go back to a question about 15 yes, minutes yeah, ago. Yeah, to your own question. Yeah, uh, to my own question. Memory. My favorite memory was my Kevin Harvick vindication. Uh, I remember Ooh. being on, um, it's not you, Ty Tiger. You're not, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Don't we, say you're sorry. We, no, did, we love the hockey talk. It's been fun. Gone off on that Again, that's anyways. the nice thing about this show. Like we're just, we're just here to chat and have fun and hang out with you guys. Like we're not, there's no, no 
pick. Oh, I do have some picks to give out later. Don't worry. Stick around for that. But uh, we're just having fun on this one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so mine, mine is the Kevin Harvick vindication when he went off and won that first race after a while. I know, you know, Harvick's been my, my brother's favorite driver forever. And so just me being on him after no Jimmy Johnson, I was, I was pounding the pavement for him and he wasn't yeah, producing. And I was against it. Like I was fully out, which is crazy to think now as much as we love Harvick, like I was fully out on the Harvick train. I wanted nothing to do with him. He was retired in my mind. And then, yeah, you called him out, I think, what, 25 to 1, and you hit, because he won Michigan before he won Richmond, right? Mm -hmm. I think you hit that 25 to 1 and Ford to win at like plus 450 in that race. Yep. Oof, it was beautiful. Yep. That was a good, that was my good vindication moment. I, that was one of my favorite, my favorite parts of the show as far as the betting aspect of it. But, uh, uh, yeah, I remember uh, my va my favorite part though is the very first time you got your camera and we were able to actually see each other. That was uh, that was a lot of fun because uh, up until then you were this this circle on a screen that said <laughs> Cody on it, and I was it's, like, dude, just how far we've come since then. It's it's absolutely insane. It's yeah. and I hosted the show like four times last week, which is or two weeks, whatever that was. That which woof. I don't want to do that again. Don't leave me again. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I can't help that. Uh, uh, Troy here. He, he needs some good bets for Nashville. He'll be there. Oh, that's awesome. Would be awesome to hit an outright live at the track. That would be pretty sweet. Um, God, I would love to give you some great picks right now, but the books are fucking sleep. What are we doing? What? There's what? There's no race this weekend. We took forever till fucking today to get out IndyCar lines. I've been waiting. I've had an article written up, ready to go, just waiting to put the bets in there all fucking week, just sitting like, what are we doing? Again, we talked about this on the futures thing, like put more futures out there. Let us bet on those. Get us the Nashville lines early. There should already be a full slate of Nashville bets out so we could start betting. Why not take our money this week and next week? We'll give it to you. Give us the fucking line. What are we doing? God, the books are driving me nuts lately. They tried to stop this show. Couldn't get on for a while. Made us go late. Ugh, books are driving me nuts right now you want some early early nashville tips bet a hendrick car they're the only team that's won there so far in the cup series well, that's so, true I'm just i do saying. feel like was i feel like hendrick overall though wasn't super great there i think it was mostly just elliot wasn't it? I, again i haven't i haven't dug too deep into it yet because, well okay elliot yeah, elliot yeah. was he was the winner of 2022 kyle larson was in fourth place oh, Troy. Uh, and then yeah, other than that, it was... I could be 60 units deep by now, he said. I could be 60 <laughs> units deep. Exactly. I mean, we, we just won all this money on Truex last week, and all the other bets we hit, like, come on. There's there's people out <laughs> there James telling you to be very yes. careful with it. We got to scream, because uh, that one guy said we scream a lot. Uh, <laughs> uh, Hi, hey. Tiger, though, with a good question. What's the best race you've ever seen live? I'll let you answer that first, Rob. Uh, believe it or not, it wasn't even a NASCAR race. There was a track that I uh, was at, lived by when I was in upstate New York that I literally lived, I mean, we're talking within a stone's throw of a track. And uh, on Friday nights, I could open up the window when I wasn't there and listen to, to the races. But uh, when I actually went, there was one in particular where, I mean, these were late model cars. These were, you know, these were almost like junk cars, to be honest with you. A lot of them just looked like they, they took them from pick and pull and, and sent them out on the track and, and said, good luck, everybody. But I remember that there was this one this one guy in particular, and I, I can't remember. This has been like 20-some-odd years ago, so I don't, I don't remember the name. I don't remember the actual uh, car number. But this dude was smoking the field, and his car looked like 
if you and I, Cody, were to take sledgehammers to a, a, a Ford for like 15 minutes just to see what we could do, that's kind of what it was uh, where this guy was, was just driving around an absolute clunker. And you would not have thought for the life of you that this dude was going to smoke the field. But he took the heat races. He took the main. And I just remember thinking to myself, dude, this is what it's like to watch Jimmy Johnson take it to the, take it to the rest of the field. Like, he was... He was smoking dudes, and I remember being so impressed with that. That was my favorite race because the the fact, like I said, the fact that he was doing that in that type of a car. This wasn't a souped up NASCAR uh-huh. stock car. This this thing looked like your your uncle had driven it into the ditch fifteen times and given it to you. That that is great. I have been to so many races in my life. I my grandparents started taking me to the dirt track when I was two and a half years old. We would go Friday night. We had a stop. Here at Eagle, Nebraska. Saturday, we would drive all the way to Adams County Speedway in Iowa, like four hours away every Saturday. And Sunday night, we would go to Sunset in Omaha, which, rest in peace, they closed that track in 2000. Unfortunately, there's nothing left. It's sad. To, you drive by and you can still see like where the track was. One of those like lost speedways types of things. Really sad. But I, I've seen so many races in my life. I don't know that I could pick out one necessarily. I will say, I think I've talked about this before, but my 10th birthday present from my grandparents took me to Charlotte for the whole week for the Coke 600, went to the shops. I got to meet Bill Elliott, a bunch of other drivers, but specifically Bill Elliott I was super excited for. Went to the Coke 600. We went to, I think we went to the truck race, the Xfinity race the whole week. Like We were there for the whole thing uh, and got to go to the Coke 600. Mark Martin won that race. Shout out to him. Uh, but that was a super great time. So I, uh, that's probably, I guess, would be my, like, the best race just because I remember it so, like, it's so... I can remember it so well, even though it was so long ago and I was only 10 at the time, like just because it was such a big thing. So that's probably the one that sticks out the most. I did go to the Knoxville truck race a uh, couple of seasons. I missed the last one. So it would have been two two seasons ago, two or three seasons ago. And that was a lot of fun to see the, the actual like NASCAR truck, you know, truck cars or whatever, truck trucks out on a dirt, like a local dirt track like Knoxville. That was pretty sweet. So, uh, I, uh, I I did really enjoy that. That was uh, that was a good one as well. That's the thing about watching racing live. It just it's so much fun, and especially on ovals. I mean, road courses are fun too. But when you get to see the whole thing happen, and you know, that's why I enjoy going out to my. I don't do it nearly enough because I'm here talking about NASCAR more than I am anything else. But uh, yeah, I do enjoy watching a good race. JDK has been yeah, checking he, 10 times for Nashville. Odds. Yeah. And if you have local tracks, like go to them. That's some of the best racing you're going to see. I went to Eagle uh, last week when Kyle Larson series was in town, a great race. We went there a couple of weeks ago. They have a, like a mini go-kart track inside of the, of the actual track. That was great racing. I just watching the little, there was like four year old, they have a four year old group, like four year olds running. And then there's all the way up to an adult group. Great racing. That, that was a lot of fun. So, Local tracks, you're going to get a lot of good racing at those a lot of times. So if you've got one near you, definitely go. JDK has been checking 10 times a day for Nashville odds, as have I patiently, un- impatiently waiting. Although he does have a good question. Besides Bill Elliott and Jimmy Johnson, who are your favorite drivers and why? Who do you think will be the next big thing in NASCAR? Cody, you want to take this or you want me to? So, yeah, so I did grow up a Bill Elliott fan. He was the McDonald's car when I was a kid, so I think that's pretty much why I picked him. But uh, And so when he retired, I, I went into Casey Kane because Casey was the one who replaced him in the nine car, the Dodge car at that time. Um, and so it was kind of a natural transition. 
Casey was retiring around the time Chase came in. So it kind of worked out. Those have kind of been my quote unquote favorite drivers throughout time. Um, but I, there's always, I've always liked a handful of guys. Like when I was a kid, Daryl Waltrip was my grandma's favorite driver. So I liked him. Terry Labonte was my grandpa's favorite driver. So I always liked him. That those guys obviously raced at Hendrick. So I always kind of liked the Hendrick camp, the Jeff Gordons, the Jimmy Johnsons as well. That was kind of where we, uh, where we were kind of in there. As far as the next big thing in NASCAR, uh, as far as like really young drivers, it's Ty Gibbs. Like he is, he is going to be so good, and he's guaranteed basically to have a ride for as long as he wants it, most likely, right? Like, and he's he's got so much talent. He's going to be in a top level car for his entire career. Uh, I think that he's probably the the next biggest thing. Tyler Reddick would be the other guy I would mention that I think is one of the. I think he's the next Kyle Larson, right? Where he's He's been in okay equipment. The, the RCR cars weren't great, as good as they are now in the next-gen program. Um, but he's he's going to have that 10-win season where he wins a championship, much like Larson did four or five years down the road here. Yeah. Uh, as far as my favorite drivers uh, outside of Jimmy Johnson, I liked whoever was driving the Army car, the 0-0, the double zero, like the Jerry Nadus of the world, the Joe Nemechek's of the world when he was driving the double zero. Say again? I think it was 0-1. Oh, zero one. I'm sorry. The zero, zero one. I think yeah. it was. It no, was. Rod doesn't even know what the car he was rooting for. <laughs> uh, I was just rooting for NASCAR. No, you're right. It was a zero one. Um, and I have the diecast. So I don't know what I'm thinking. <laughs> uh, this might be too tight. I think that's what it is. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Joe Nemechek, Jerry yeah. Nadeau. Those are the main guys I remember in yeah. that. So. Those are the zero one cars, and I liked that car. It was such a slick looking car. Uh, of course, when I first started watching, I was still active duty, and so you know, anytime the army car zipped around, obviously I'd pick Jimmy Johnson as my favorite driver, but. You know, watching that that zero one, the zero one zip around in that army colors, I thought that was pretty damn cool. So uh, I liked them. Um, as far as favorite drivers now, I don't know. You guys, I took I took a couple of years off. I mean, I I kind of took uh, probably once Jimmy Johnson retired, I sort of took some time off of the sport, and and even before he retired, I took some time off of the sport. So I I basically didn't uh, didn't really pay too close attention until I started this show. Pretty much, really. I started getting back into it. Um, and so I don't really have any favorite drivers. Now, I, I remember you guys You guys know that I tried to jump on the Ross Chastain thing for a second. I'm jumping back off of that one. <laughs> that, was short -lived. that was short-lived. That was short-lived. AJ Allmendinger. Allmendinger, he's always gotten some love. Yeah, right? he's gotten my love a little bit. But as far as the next big thing is concerned, I'm with Cody. It's Ty Gibbs. There's just no... I think he's going to be the guy that we're going to be watching for a while. Um, and, and Tyler Reddick, yeah, I can see that too. But... Everybody else feels a little bit on the back end of, I don't want to say their career, but like back end of what they could be the next big thing. I think Ty Gibbs is the the newest guy that has the next shot. I'm curious to see what Zane Smith can actually do in a, in a really good ride when he gets up to the cup level, if he gets up to the cup level. Uh, I'll be keeping an eye out for that. But right now, it, it's got to be Ty Gibbs. Uh, and, and like I said before, I am confirmed taller than both Ty Gibbs and Tyler Reddick, so I'm happy about that. There you go. Uh, JDK, he's been doing his Nashville research. Elliot, king of concrete. Yeah, I mentioned that in the Discord as well. Uh, this hat is making my head itch. <laughs> I would say um, we could take him off if you want, but I'd kind of well, I mean, the vibe. Come on, it's, that's part of the vibe here, right? But uh, no, I said that in the Discord as well. Like When I think of concrete, I think of Chase Elliott. I think of Ricky Stenhouse. Like, those are the two guys that immediately jump to mind. So as far as when Nashville odds come out, those are two guys I'm going to immediately be looking at their stuff. Uh, and Troy said Hendrick was better at night. Toyota's dominated early in the sun. 
Uh, I got to, I don't, uh, again, I haven't looked too far into Nashville yet. Been breaking down F1 and IndyCar this week, but need to look into that and see too what the, the schedule is this week. Are they going to start in the sun and in the, in the nighttime? That uh, always something to look forward to. James reported that guy's terrible review. What a prick. <laughs> Appreciate that, James. Thank you very much. Uh, Troy said my birthday beat his birthday. I, d- I would doubt yes. That was, that was like a literal, a literal dream birthday. Uh, and I will never forget that for sure. <sighs> and Troy went to the, the Knoxville truck race last year. Thought it was awesome. Uh, that's the one I missed. I didn't make it the last time they went there. But uh, but that was the one I went to was super, super fun. Yeah. Uh, so Ty Tiger wants to know what our actual best uh, NASCAR race that we've ever watched live or TV. That's a good Kansas one. This year I was there live. That was a great that was one of the better races i've seen that one jumps to mind like immediately as far as as far as a really good race that's that's been recent and i was live for that one so my favorite was the 2003 darlington finish oh, where, that was the other one i was gonna say yeah kurt bush yep. and ricky craven that's... and i'll tell you that was because that 2003 season was the first season that i'd ever watched nascar so that to be treated to that awesome of a finish and i mean you want to talk about like a finish for the ages they're still talking about it now and and that was the first year i ever watched nascar i remember uh talking to my brother through that race and i was like holy cow like this is amazing thank you for getting me into the sport because this was uh this was a blast to watch so i I, and that kind of that's what got me hooked honestly that finish right there was one of the reasons why i was like i'm all in on this i'd love this sport because of that 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 type of excitement when you get down to the end of it yeah, I, I, that's one I was going to highlight. One other one I would say, too, uh, Chase Elliott's first, very first win at Watkins Glen, him and Martin Truex battling it out um, just lap after lap. Like, I don't remember exactly. I think Elliott maybe ran him down, got in front of him, and then it was just like Truex was right on his tail. So you have the young kid that hasn't won a race yet. He would finished second a bunch of times, like, and he made a mistake at one point, and Truex almost got around him, and he got back. And he had, and at that point, like Truex was the king of the road courses, right? We only went to two a year, but he was the guy winning most of them. And like that was Elliot's welcome to the scene. And that was before I was betting on it or even cover Like I was just an Elliot fan at that point. So that's one that really sticks out in my mind as far as uh, as far as a really good race as well. Love it. JDK's got another question, <laughs> a super serious question. Why does anyone think Bubba should be racing on Sundays? I know there's an LOL there. But first of all, JDK, you're breaking my daughter's heart. She absolutely loves Bubba. I showed her the picture that I took with Bubba Wallace from the Sonoma, and she now has that as her screen lock uh, because she loves Bubba Wallace. And then Ryan Blaney is her other is her home screen. So uh, she, she definitely loves both of those guys, and she was happy that I got pictures with them. Um, listen, as far as Bubba's concerned, I, I know this is tongue-in-cheek. I know this question is tongue-in-cheek. But I will address it as, as such because there, there's so many athletes in this world, too, that, that kind of share the same um, fire and passion for the sport, right? And they're talented at the sport that they're at. But for one reason or another, when public opinion starts going against you, I don't care how strong of a person you are. It sometimes is very difficult to navigate the waters of being a villain and sometimes you bring it on yourselves, but other times it just happens organically, right? And so being a villain is, is not easy. And and I know that uh, Bautista was a Bautista. Who was the guy that um, that called the uh, or that drove the pace car in Sonoma? I think it was Bat- not Bautista, but uh, Brom Brom Strowman. 
Braun Strowman did, did the 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 thing before where he said whether we're a villain or whether we're uh, uh, somebody that people cheer, whether they boo us or whether they cheer us, our job is to entertain. And and sometimes entertainment means giving somebody somebody to to root against or to boo or to you know hate, right? Now, granted, if you embrace that and that's something that you take as a compliment, like Braun Strowman said he did, all the better to you. But there are some people that don't necessarily agree with that role and take it personally. And when you step into the into the seat of that car, you're driving to to try to prove that it's not the case, right? And that's a heavy, heavy weight to bear. So I got to give it up to him for at least continuing to get in there and try his best to prove everybody wrong that hates him. Um, but again, it's just, it's a very, very burdensome thing to, to try to live with, to be the villain every single time you walk out on that track. Now, Kyle Bush, on the other hand, that's a guy who's embraced the villain role and, you know, he'll take those boos. He loves that. That's, that's what he feels like he's on the track for. But I don't think Bubba asked for that. And I don't think Bubba was really built for that type of a role. So as much as you want to say that he's a certain way, I think you got to take a step back and kind of see the picture as a whole from where he's sitting, you know, and where he's trying to come from. I don't think he wants to be the villain. I just think he was thrust into that role and now he's got to learn to either deal with it or or work very hard to try to change people's minds. Sorry, that was a very long answer for that tongue-in-cheek question. No, I I think that, that Bubba definitely deserves the ride that he's in. I think he's a really good race car driver. We've seen that. He's got more of a spotlight on him, right? Whether he wants that to be the case or not, uh, it, it doesn't matter whether you think he wants the spotlight, whether you think he doesn't. That spotlight is going to be there because of the position that he's in, because of the opportunity he has, because of the what he represents. Um, and so I think that if you look at his track record and what he's done, he's a pretty good driver. He gets decent results. He's won multiple times at the Cup Series level, which... That's Some drivers just, haven't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That alone is a very impressive feat. For years, he was in that 43 car. We know that car has never been that good since the 70s when it was like, that's when it was good, right? Since then, it hasn't been, but he got pretty good results in that. He switched over to a brand new team. We know that brand new teams go through growing pains and struggles. Uh, you look at Ross Chastain, right? He's got two wins at a new team. He's had races where he struggled. He's had races where he's good. It's kind of the same thing with Bubba Wallace. And so um, I think that he is very deeply competitive deep down inside. Um, there's, you know, his emotions, he wears them on the sleeve. I, if I was a NASCAR driver, that's exactly how I would be. Like when I was an athlete in high school, it's, that's how I was. Like you knew my emotions out there and I was going to give it everything I had. And if it wasn't enough, I was going to be pissed off about it. And you were going to see and feel every emotion that I had. Um, but I think that that he's an important part of the sport, an important part of the sport going forward. And just from a driving aspect, he he does deserve that ride. He's done things in that ride. Um, and you look at his teammates, right? Kurt Busch has had good runs and had ups and downs when he was in that 45 car. With Tyler Reddick, it's been the same thing, right? It's not like Reddick has come over. I just got done talking about how he could be one of the next greatest drivers in NASCAR. It's not like he's really done that much with it. Like he's had some really good races, right? And he's he's got a win in that car, but he's not come out and dominated like a Kyle Larson is at this point. So 
Um, that team is still growing, and I think you're going to continue to see that. But he's got the Super Speedway win, uh, that he fully earned that win, and then he did it at Kansas as well, right? He came out and just he dominated both Kansas races, had some mistakes, didn't win the first one, but he won the second one. Um, and so I think he's definitely earned his place, uh, and he's not going anywhere. So get used to it kind of is, is kind of just he's, he's going to be around, right? And, and I get that people like to hate him and all that, but uh, I think that he's doing a tremendous job for, for the position he's in, the amount of pressure he has on him from so many different directions and different avenues and people with different agendas. Um, so I think that uh, I think that that's why he, he's racing on Sundays, and I think he should continue to and will continue to. This is why I don't want to be famous, ever. I don't need that burden <laughs> at all. Uh, but look at us having nice, serious conversations with party hats on. I, I, I love that. I love the juxtaposition. Yeah, does, it, does it make it does it take the, the edge of the seriousness off uh, of it? I don't know. Maybe not. Uh, I will say the, the JDK followed up, too. If Kurt came back, would you rather have Kurt or Bubba in the 23? Uh, it's got to be That's Bubba. It's, gotta be it's Bubba. Bubba's car. Yeah, there's no. That's, yeah. No. I would love to see Kurt come back. And if they could put him in that 67 car, which they're planning on running again soon, would be great. Uh, and Kurt's one of the 75 greatest drivers in NASCAR history. He's a champion of the sport. He is getting near the end as far as age-wise uh, and stuff. Not near the end of his life. <laughs> just near the end of his his racing career age-wise. Um, but but no, that's about right. And, and I don't think that, that you take him out of there at all. They have no plans to. Michael loves him. Uh, Danny loves him. Another great thing, too, he brings a lot of sponsors to the sport that would not come to the sport if it wasn't for him. And there's something to be said for that because just introducing, and he brings in new fans as well too, right? Uh, introducing people to the sport and, and sponsors. And you know, when a sponsor comes in, that brings in the people that work for them. How many times have you heard, oh yeah, I got a chance to go to a NASCAR race through my work because of a sponsor. Now I'm a huge NASCAR fan. Like I personally, I've been in the beer business for years and we've had Miller light on cars and twisted tea on cars and everything. And so We've taken trips with those where they'll take us down to Kansas Speedway and stuff, and it gets people into the sport. And so a guy like that that is polarizing can bring in fans and can bring in sponsors um, and bring money to the sport. That's another another great positive that he has as well. Indeed. Rory Pick saying happy up, 200. Rory? What's up, Rory? How many uh, bush lights deep are you? Uh, right <laughs> uh, over under 200. I'm sorry. Over, were you were you congratulating us on 200 episodes? Or are you or saying was that, that happy 200 bush light of the night? Happy 200 <laughs> bush light of the night. Yeah, I, I love that. Uh, Someone was the bush light apple. Didn't he have it last time? Uh, maybe i know they got their peach coming out but yeah whatever push light sucks uh so <laughs> look at you uh always over I love always it. over rory says so okay look as we look forward to the next 200 episodes i haven't i haven't calculated oh, one episode come back for more for no this is it this is it <laughs> and it's funny because i think it was my i think it was my youngest that said something about uh are you this is it this is your last episode ever and i was like <laughs> no 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 this is only <laughs> oh we're just getting started yeah, honey. Yeah, we're not yeah. going anywhere we're celebrating <laughs> 200 episodes and, and we'll be we'll be wearing these same party hats for number 2000 too <laughs> i'm gonna keep mine up on my i'm gonna, th I'm gonna <laughs> yeah i'm gonna keep I mean, this one i spent a dollar 25 on this thing i'm it's i'm not throwing it out after this show <laughs> hey so did i i went to the dollar 25 store and, and got that i went plus, to the dollar tree where everything's a dollar 25 so i know right inflation plus i got this yeah hold on this one doesn't make noise either. Oh, damn. Ah, well, screw that one then. Uh, that's what you get for a dollar twenty-five. That's what I get for a twenty-five. <laughs> it was a pack of six, and none of them make noise. I love it. Uh, so as we look forward to the next two hundred episodes, I mean, I want to ask you guys since you're here, right? I mean, 
obviously we've talked in in discord before about stuff that you like and don't like and that's really why we expanded to a recap episode and we expanded to all the other series and 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 have given you all the options that you want but uh, now that you're here, now that you're in there, what what more do you want from this? And for those of you listening on the OG podcast, by all means, you know we you've, you know our Twitters by now. You know how to get a hold of us. You know the Discord. We're always open, man. We this is not our show as much as we want to think it is sometimes. Because if it was our show, we would probably do things the same. But we want to know really what you guys want because that's that's exactly why we're doing this is to to give you guys an opportunity to you know, bet on NASCAR, but also have fun listening to it. Um, what, what more kind of a stuff Discord do you want? Discord call-in show. I like that. Discord uh, call-in show. Yeah. Cause I know the, the, the guys on the, the mothership will do that where they'll take, take listener phone calls. That's uh might be something we'll have to work on here in the near future. I'm okay with that. I definitely think that should happen. We could do uh, uh yeah. we could do like the listener pick of the day. I mean, I mean, yep. I mean um, yeah, we could do it. We could do it multiple ways too. You could do the recap show. They come in, talk to us about what bets they hit what they thought about the race, what they saw, and you could do it on, on a pick show too. And what, uh, you know, what picks are you guys liking for the weekend? I like, all right, see, there we go. That's why, again, seriously, like this show evolved from one show a week into five because of suggestions from the Slack channel back when we started, from the Discord channel, from people hitting us up on Twitter and stuff like that. Like it was, hey, what about the Xfinity series? Can we get some picks on that? And we looked around and we're like, Nobody else is talking about the Xfinity. You know how hard it was for me to find somebody to get on the Xfinity series show with me? <laughs> Luckily, I had Mike. Uh, originally, he wasn't going to be available, and I'm like, oh, no, nobody else covers the Xfinity show. And then, luckily, our schedules lined up, and it worked out because it was just like there's not a ton of Xfinity coverage out there. We got the truck series as well. Um, and so, yeah, that's, again, listener feedback is how we've gotten this far. So keep it up. I love the, the Discord call-in show. That's uh, definitely something we're going to have to do. Uh, I will I will say that that will be something we do before the end of the season. So keep an eye open. We can make that happen. Uh, obviously, we have the technology. Uh, Cody's got the technology now. So uh, <laughs> I had a little problem with the technology earlier, but uh, here we are. So <laughs> funny. I love it. But yeah, definitely do a discard. Then, uh, God, a discard. What was it? Was it Eddie? That was Eddie. The, the, te- the support, probably AI, AI guy bot. I was talking to. Oh, that was not a fun conversation. Was, no. I, Rod could hear me angrily typing on the phone <laughs> while I was trying to figure out what the fuck was going on. I was but, like, uh, dear yeah. diary, do not piss off Cody at all. <laughs> Rod, Rod saw a different side of Cody while I was while I was trying to figure out how the hell to get in here. <laughs> I was like, okay, so somebody's not happy today. We're about to get in on this one. This will be fun. <laughs> Just kidding. And it has been. That's the thing. Uh, underdog prize picks. Oh. That's not a bad Yeah, so do Underdog have doesn't have any NASCAR no. stuff yet. Does yet. Prize Picks do Hopefully, have NASCAR uh, still? I think that Prize Picks might. That's not one I've used much, but uh, I remember definitely I something we going. could work into the uh, the fantasy show, the the DFS show, maybe throw out some Prize Picks plays because that's a good way, especially if you're in a non legal state, which Ty Tiger is going to be here soon. Nah. A good way to get in on on. Uh, not betting on props, but picking props in a game of skill. Um, and so, yeah, that's uh, yeah. Prize kick picks could become a sponsor. That is a great point. Uh, prize I picks. I feel love like to they already have been a sponsor. <clears throat> they might have. Some I know we've had uh, some other ones in the past, like Monkey Knife Fight. I think they closed down, unfortunately. But yeah, uh, they did. Unfortunately, there's yeah. been some been some other ones out there that. Uh, but yeah, we could definitely. I mean, if you guys are wanting some prize pick picks, that's something we could. Uh, 
underground Russian table tennis segment featuring Ty Tiger. You were the insider, right? He was. He said before he had like inside information where they were just like ripping the books apart. I think at one point you're, you're which, selling uh, them out, man. You're selling them out. Don't. Well, don't I think sell that's them out. Uh, that's been above ground. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's okay to say. If not, it's too late because this is live. So hold on, we're not going back. I got anything. something for you. That that's exactly what we just said. That that's all we did. Uh, no, look, go watch some Ultimate Disc League too. That's that's some fun. I, I did that go. last night. Okay, I got one more thing before we wrap it up. I cooked up three more um, championship futures parlays. Oh my god, you're gonna make after me do this, I, uh, <laughs> After we, I mean, we had that great conversation. <laughs> the the JDK said that uh, it went deep too. I'll bet. <laughs> All the way to the top, which is that's great. That's amazing. That's we we might need to have you on just to that might be an off season show where he comes on and tells us the story of the underground Russian table tennis. Uh, yeah, that's uh, was that Forrest Gump involved in that at all? That's that's what I want. <laughs> and he know. says I totally will too. So uh, okay, well, then, there it show is. idea is already getting cranked out here. All right, well, all right, super 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 parlay championship futures parlays. We're combining all three series. I built three different ones here. Uh, I got excited after I learned on the show the other night we could do parlays. So I'm going to take Martin Truex Jr. to win the Cup Series championship. I'm going to pair that with Justin Allgaier to win the Xfinity Series and Ty Majeski to win the Truck Series championship plus 29,600. Throw 10 bucks on it. It'll pay you twenty uh, $29,070. Ooh, I so that love is parlay it. number one. Here is the moonshot. All right. We're going to go for all long shots on this one because, hey, there's a lot of season left. Things could change. These guys all have the op opportunity to win the championship. I'll be at their long shots, but uh, why not? Right. Carson Hosevar to win the Truck Series championship. Sam Mayer to win the Xfinity Series championship. And riding off into the sunset, Kevin Harvick to win the Cup Series championship. This one is plus six hundred and six thousand eight hundred. Ten dollars will win you sixty thousand six hundred and ninety dollars, Rod. Oof. Some may say it's not possible, but I saw someone hit a two-person parlay last week for eighty-three thousand dollars. So tell me it about is possible. it. It can happen. And then one more parlay I had to throw in some guys that I've just been loving on this year. Corey Heim to win the Truck Series. Justin Allgaier again to win the championship for the Xfinity. And my guy Kyle Bush to win the Cup Series. This one's plus twenty three thousand. Ten dollars will win you two thousand three hundred and ten dollars. Beautiful, beautiful. Go stuff. place those three, uh, those three futures parlays, and thank me in November. So I, I did this real quick because I was curious. You talk about all three series. I'm talking about all three motorsports series here. Now I'm getting kind of oh. crazy with it, uh, but. Listen, Max Verstappen is minus 3,000 to win the, the championship. So if you take uh, Max Verstappen for Formula One to win the Drivers' Championship, then Alex Polo to win the IndyCar Championship at plus 110, and Kyle Larson at plus 500. But we don't really know that. We don't think like we like uh, uh, Kyle Larson to win the championship. Yeah, but I mean, but he could easily win. I mean, he's the favorite for a reason so it's not he i mean is. i like it going all three favorites because because below is the favorite in the in the indycar series he as well he's got i think a 50 some point lead right now uh heading into this weekend and so that's a little different too than nascar it's it's a little bit better it's yeah. a little bit easier for you to have that kind of of a lead and win the championship than it is in nascar because yeah, they're just a straight point system they, there's, there's no playoffs later on they don't reset wins don't count for anything extra like yeah. 
it's just straight up points. So. so if you if you lump all those favorites together, you really only get twelve to one plus one. Well, yeah, two, it's zero, probably because Max. Like if you took well, Max yeah. out of there, you probably get way better. Even though you're you're getting a third leg, you're if you take him out, your odds probably go up because he's so ridiculously favored. Yeah, it's it, it, it's kind of tough to do that. So um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just I was curious to see what that would come up to. So that's what there's lots is. of ways you can play with it so uh yeah. go go build some championship and it, i mean it rarely do we see where all the favorites just win like even last season right zane smith was the favorite in the truck series yes i think it was probably a toss-up between gibbs and gragson as far as xfinity goes but joey logano definitely wasn't the favorite of the final four to win the the championship and he's the one who ended up winning it so and like at this point in the season last year if you just said joey logano ends up winning it you've been like does he though? Does he like you really wouldn't have seen it coming. So I think that's why you can get uh pretty fun building, building those uh, futures parlays out. Shout out to bet MGM, by the way, they're the ones only ones offering Xfinity futures at the moment. So appreciate that. And, uh, and they're allowed you to parlay them. So that's even better. Even Martin Truex Jr. Doesn't give you that much more of a boost. He's at plus 800. You get 1852 plus 1852 on that one. So, all right, that was fun. I, <laughs> that was fun trying to figure out who was doing that. So, uh, all right. Well, Cody, I feel like made uh, it, I feel like we've made it to the end of this episode. How about you? I think so. We're here. 200. Shout out to all of you who joined us tonight, all of you listening on the podcast or YouTube later. Appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed the party hats. We try to be fun. Rod was trying to convince me to wear a suit or something crazy. I told him I don't own a suit, so don't worry about it. He lies, too. I know he's got one in there. <laughs> no, I pro- I'll take you to my closet. We'll FaceTime after this. There ain't no fucking suit. I'm not a suit guy, Rod. Hey, and, and I wasn't either for the longest time, but obviously I, I had to relent a couple of times, and I've got a good look. I suit. try to avoid anywhere that requires me to wear a suit. Uh, well, like I said, the party hats were the, the – the we probably would have done the party hats even if we would have done the suit. So I thought we'd be formal for 200. Let's just be fun well, like we always are. Yeah. This is as formal as I get. I have a t-shirt. <laughs> I love it. Uh, all right. Well, uh, I guess I guess it's time to go ahead and put this episode to bed. Like Cody said, thanks to every one of you guys that have been a part of this show at all. The, the ones that continue to download, the, the ones that listen, actually, uh, we want to thank you the most and, and everybody that interacts as well. 200 episodes of a podcast, you know, it, it may not seem like that gigantic, gigantic of an accomplishment, but you try it. That's all I'm saying. Uh, it's, you'll find out exactly how big of an accomplishment it really is. James says, thank you guys. Appreciate you both. Thank you. SGPN. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yes. Thank you. SGPN. Thanks, Ron or Ron. (laughs) I'll get their names right. Eventually. Uh, that's a, that's a throwback to episode one where I screwed up their names. You did too. uh, Bringing it, bringing it full circle, but thanks to Ryan and Sean. I see. I can, I combined them. I went with Ron or is Ryan and Sean, whatever. Anyways, thank you to them. Thank you to SGPN for this opportunity. We've been having fun. Come back tomorrow for episode 201. We'll also be the second episode of the IndyCar Gambling Podcast. Um, and yes, like the JDK says, give it a thumbs up. That, again, helps the algorithms. The YouTube overlords love that kind of stuff. So uh, we appreciate it. Yep, those dang AI folks, they uh, they love all those thumbs. Me, I know, you give, you know, I know you're giving the thumbs up, but if you don't do it, 
if you give a thumbs up and no one looks, does it count? No, I guess that's not what it is. But much like Denny Hamlin, Rod likes his thumbs. So uh, oh. <laughs> Google Denny Hamlin and thumbs later if you want to know what that's about. Not on your work computer because uh, it's not appropriate. I was about to say you probably should. Yeah, if you want to keep your job, don't do that. Uh, all right. Well, like I said, thanks for the laughs. Thanks for all 199 episodes worth of having a blast with us. This 200th was fun hanging with you guys as well. So uh, before we jet off into the sunset for 201, Cody, let everybody know where they can find you on social media. Yep. Follow me on Twitter at Husker underscore Zeeb. While we were recording this, my IndyCar uh, article rather just posted. Um, so give that a give that a look. Some bets in there. Join us tomorrow for more IndyCar picks. Have an F1 podcast or F1 article out as well, and the F1 podcast that's out as well. Uh, check those out. I have a look at the NFL head coaches, head coach of the year award odds, and some picks on that. Check that out. All that's over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com and my Twitter at Husker underscore Zeb. Smash the bell, smash the thumbs up, share with all your friends, all that fun stuff. That's right. As you see here, follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Link in the bio to everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it is in between media's back road. Check them out. Uh, I was off this week, but I'll be back again next week with them. And then, of course, check out for frequency's sake. Got an F1 betting article out there. A little extra, some bonus bets to give out after the show. So check that out on there as well. Be back tomorrow with our IndyCar coverage because you DGens, you love you some racing. You love you some racing betting. So we'll see you all tomorrow. Grandma, good night. Sleep well till tomorrow. Let's go racing. And let it ride. Yeah.